So today on the Sound Iron Podcast, we have Redwan Aumar. He is one of Algeria's most celebrated metal musicians known to extreme metal fans worldwide for his work with the acclaimed death metal band Layla Hell. Redwan's powerful vocals have been heard on tons of metal albums, and he's also a vocalist in Sound Iron's Voices of Rage library. So welcome to the podcast. We're glad to have you. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me on this uh, cool podcast. Definitely, yeah, man. yeah. I know it's it's been a it's been a while coming because uh, you know we came out with the update for Voices of Rage with you. Was it back in August? This is a long time coming. So thanks for coming. How'd you get started in metal music and like uh, vocalizing? Because that's it's like kind of a a very specific niche. Yeah, I started first uh, in the early nineties. In uh, 1992, 1993, I was a musician playing bass first and uh, playing with uh, some local bands. Also founded uh, the band Litham. Litham was the first uh, Algerian metal to release the first Algerian metal album. I was doing bass and vocals. And after that, uh, so I made, uh, I formed also other bands and I formed Lela Hell and uh, I played guitar and uh, doing vocals. And uh, I started to work on uh, Fiverr to start with uh, some uh, some session vocals, doing session vocals for musicians, for bands. And I developed all the things with a website, a YouTube channel, and uh, vocal lesson and all this kinds of, of stuff. Nice. So how, how did, with like the range of styles that you do, because I see that you also give lessons and stuff too. Yeah. Like since since you have like a, you have a pretty wide range as far as your style goes. Because yes. you know, there's certain singers, you know, that, you know, maybe like the more black metal genre focuses on the more high, very like shrieky style vocals. And then you got like death metal which is like the lower and then you know even like slam which is like guttural so it's like it it varies on different styles like uh who are some of your favorite singers that kind of help shape your style i don't i, I don't have any particular uh, favorite singer but um let me tell you my history so for, first i started just only with two uh vocals black metal vocals and death metal vocals Mm-hmm. So when uh, clients approached me and asked me about doing other kinds of vocals, I started to learn these techniques with uh, with us uh, with with clients with bands, and I expanded my range. So now I can do like uh, 16, 17, 18 kinds of different uh, vocals. So it, it came with uh, with works, not. Uh, so, for example, uh, sometimes I got clients who asked me to do uh, this kind of vocals. So it's for me, it's a challenge. So I say, yes, I will do it. I will start to learn this technique in one or two days. So forcing myself and seeing some some uh, videos and some techniques. And I mm-hmm. start to, to, to learn this uh, this technique. Do they usually give you some kind of band as a reference? Like, oh, I want some, you know, hardcore vocals that sound like Hatebreed, or I want some more, I don't know what you'd consider Lamb of God, I guess, like new metal, like, you know, like like that kind of, you know, so it's like, was it things like that? They'd give you a band or, or yes, is a reference? Yes, they give me, for example, uh, sometimes I ask for a video link to get exactly what the client wants, because sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes, uh, 
I don't uh, particularly give what the client wants, but uh, now I ask exactly to send me the video links, to send me the exactly the parts that he wants, the kind of vocals, so the client will be satisfied with uh, mm -hmm. with his order. Nice. So, because since usually you can kind of relate certain vocal styles like to another one, it's, it's sort of like if you're if you play guitar, like if you play in like a thrash band, more than likely if you like join a death metal band, it's like you kind of have a majority of the techniques and stuff to kind of you know get that style like palm muting or trim picking and stuff like that. Did you have any vocal styles that were a little bit tricky? Took you a little bit of while to to get down that were like yeah a little too far off maybe it's a little too off from what you normally do or yes the the modern metal stuff like uh the the fry scream and this this kind of, of stuff for me in the beginning it's really was really really difficult it, it it's um yes it took me time to to learn this uh this uh this technique and after that, now uh, I'm pretty well at this technique, and I started to to teach people how to to do it properly. But it was really difficult for me because it's something really different. Because um, I am from the old school, uh, let's say the old school generation of uh, extreme metal musician. Because in, in the beginning we were screaming from from our guts, you know. Yeah, uh, just thrashing yes. your throat and all yeah, that. Yeah, so we were not caring about damaging our vocals or other right. kind of things. So uh, this kind of modern vocals for us is like a, like a shitting, you know. It's it's not something um, real, you know. But uh, I had to accept it. It's it's something new. It's modern. It's uh, something uh, to to the actual generation. And uh, I started to learn this uh, this kind of uh, technique. Yeah, it's crazy because like when you think of like some of the early death metal bands or even like Chris Barnes, like in his early days, like because I mean, some people aren't too much of a fan of of his vocal style now. But like when he was first coming out back in the early 90s, like no one was really sounding like that, he, you know, and, and then like even like as albums went on, like, you know, eating back to life to like Tomb of the Mutilated and like Butchered at Birth, it just got like more and more just like brutal sounding. So it's it's crazy to think, you know, like like because there's no real reference to the, that type of vocal style when it was first coming out. Like people know like singing, you know, like more melodic singing or, you know, or that type of thing. But there was no real handbook as far as like, you know, growls yeah, the, and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the, the only rules was to go loud, you know, was to 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 sing from guts. You know, the, the, this uh, this was only the rules uh, for us. Also, when we, we started in the the. Uh, I started as a vocalist, uh, and, and I start to imitate this nineties, um, uh, Swedish metal bands. But th there was no like um, no, no big reference. I, I was mm -hmm. just doing things for my own. You know, it's it's it's, it's the same. So we we started without uh, any any big reference and all, all this kind of thing. So yeah, do you do you have any tips? Because uh... I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself like a vocalist. I've I've been doing, um, you know, like backing vocals in death metal bands over the years and at a solo project where I did like all of it, you know, from like lows to highs to even like some singing stuff for trying to sing. Um, what advice would you give to a vocalist who's 
trying to get into this type of vocal style because like the, the fry thing it's like it, it seems a little it seems like it's an, an easy concept but also a concept that's a little you know like because it's it's kind of like you know when people say like start slow and then and then gradually get faster because you're just like <sighs> and then like <sighs> you know that kind of thing so like what advice would you give for people trying to like get into the fry technique or maybe if they don't quite get it or you know any any tips you would give the main tips to for the fry thing is don't try to sound loud because people try to sound loud and push too much hard it's um try to find the right frequency it's uh it's not uh, something uh like the other technique like the black metal death metal technique you have to you have to sound loud you know but in mm -hmm. fry scream you have to find the, the right intonation and after that just blow more air to 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 sound like a, a fry scream mm -hmm. and um also i i have um, a particular uh, advice for extreme metal vocalist is try to find your own way not to imitate vocalists because each one has his own uh, anatomy you know you have mm -hmm. uh, uh some have a long throat some have a big mouth some have you know so try to find your own way try to 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 find your own sound and so don't people all always go to fry scream fry scream fry scream yes fry scream is good is uh something uh that help people to not damage their vocals it's a safe technique it's uh it's so impressive when it's well done but don't try to to imitate uh, all these uh, singers and uh, so try to to find your own sound yeah it's good advice especially because it, it's tricky at first because you know at first people want to emulate their idols you know maybe they they listen to napalm death or something they want to do that really like aggressive style but like you know, Barney has a very particular sound and it's one of those things where like, if you just try to like replicate him, you'll probably just not be able to talk for a week, you know, cause it's like such a, but then you hear him talk, he's very soft-spoken, you know, but then you hear his vocals and it's just like super aggressive, you know? And cause like one of the things that I find interesting too is like, you know, the whole like starting from the fry thing, but then like, then you can shape the sound with like your mouth. You know, like some people do stuff where they'll put the, their tongue on the roof of their yeah, mouth. Yeah. You know, like you have Travis Ryan from from Cattle and he just like has just like this wild range where he'll do almost this like super high shrieky thing. And then now he started doing it where he was like he can make it tonal, like singing, doing that. And it's just like it's crazy how just even that can can change it from like, oh, you know, like how you shape your mouth can just like completely sort of start to direct the tone in a different way. Which I always find yeah. pretty fascinating. Yes, it's for me. You can find your own technique. For example, um, there is a band uh, which is called Decomposing Serenity. So uh, it's very um, extreme band. I I listened to it in the early two thousand. The guys was doing a, a, a very very um, sound something really bizarre. So. The, the thing he he was putting his hand on his throat and mm. doing like that so it's sort of like, you know it's oh yeah like it's almost like a death metal vibrato or something <laughs> yes uh, something like that so you can find your own way you can find i don't know maybe you you put your 
uh, your your fingers on your mouth or something like that, and and mm-hmm. it's all the really um, uh, original. For example, like cranium, they put their tongue like that, and uh, mm-hmm. so th- there are no rules. This this is the the, the good thing. So you can sound, uh, you can have your own technique, you can have your your own sound, and uh, it's it's great to 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 go on this way but it requires a lot of experience you know so mm-hmm. you cannot yeah because something you can do something like uh, something that doesn't sound good or something that or you can damage your vocals if you don't know what mm-hmm. you are doing so first l- learn the basics of extreme metal vocals mm-hmm. and then and then start to explore some new techniques and some new way things on, to do it do you do you have any tips on sort of vocal maintenance or you know doing things to kind of keep moisture in your in your vocals cuz sometimes you might have it where you know take a sip of water and I'm guilty of this you know playing a show take a sip of water and then like your voice sounds you know has that like moistured kind of wet sound and then eventually just kind of starts to like dry out a little bit like what do you do to sort of keep the the moisture in your throat and also just like anything that you do just for overall you know care and maintenance to not burn yourself out so i just drink water so some uh, vocalists use uh, yogurt you know they use yogurt to to keep this uh, moisture mm. uh sometimes i drink uh, coffee or tea that's it so uh, and uh, uh, the more you practice the more uh, you have endurance, you know. So there, there are no special tips or something like that. So mm-hmm. the the most important is to practice, practice, practice. I think it's in my opinion, it's like uh, going on gym, so and lifting weights. So the more you lift weights, the more uh, you you feel uh, you, you will not feel uh, pain on your muscles. This is my my opinion. So, aspiring vocalists out there, you got to train your vocals so you can get vocally swole and be able to, <laughs> you know, hang hang with the big dogs. Do you have a favorite microphone that you use consistently, or like multiple microphones you choose from? I mainly use the SM7B. It's my it's my tool. So nice. I was using uh, the SM57. But now I'm using for extreme metal vocals only the SM7B. What do you like about it? It's it has this uh, mid-rangey tone, so you record and you send. So you, I, I don't use any compressor, I don't use uh, any uh, equalizer or anything, any any kind of things. And when I send to the to producer or bands, they said. Oh, it's it's magic, you know. It's it sounds great, and uh, something which uh, you will find bizarre. So I I I use uh, the compression with my uh, with my ear, uh, with my eyes, you know. So when I record, I I see the um, the graphic of the of my recording, and mm-hmm. so my brain I I connect my brain so. To, to not uh, over... Uh, to, oh, to like not, have too much, like, spiky? Uh, yes, spiky like that. So 
I'm uh, I have that in my brain. So it's like a compressor in my brain. So I don't use compressor at all for for nice. uh, that. Yes. Do you do you use a cloud lifter with it? Yes, I, was, I use a cloud lifter, uh, of course, for the SM7B because it to to get more gain, it to yeah. get more get rid of this dark sound and. Uh, Yes, this, those are my my tools. And for the interface, I have the the Babyface Pro, Pro, the RMU Army. Yes, RMU uh, Babyface Pro. It's uh, have very clean uh, preamps. So that's it. And for software, I use uh, Cubase Pro. Oh, okay. So you don't you're not running the 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 SM7B through any kind of like hardware preamps or anything like that. Any kind of no, no, oh. I, I don't use any any preamp or any straight compress. In. Yes, just straight to the SM7B, the vocals, and all, uh, uh, all of that. Yeah. Nice. That's and, cool. Yeah, I, I've been. That's like one of those mics I've been wanting to get over the years, but it's uh, it'll probably be like maybe the next time I ever have a project where I need to like do more vocal stuff. So I haven't really quite justified it, but that's one of those mics that I've been like wanting to get over the years because i usually just use condenser mics like i have a at audio technica 2025 or something 2020 or yeah something like that and uh, that's what i use but the the cool thing about that is you know you can use it on guitar or whatever you know you can record a lot with it Um, but the the sm7b is pretty good do you ever do any sort of eq or do you have any sort of eq stuff that you do or you just send them straight raw nothing and just just let them uh, Yes, I send them straight. straight. Uh, so I don't, I don't uh, EQ, no compression, no no uh, super preamp, and all this kind of stuff. So just uh, clean. So the 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 band or the producer can can mix it, and and most of time they 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 find this, that the sound is really good. Uh, so they don't need to 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 make a lot of adjustment on it. So. For me, it's cool. It's uh, it's the good uh, weapon. I like yeah. how simple it is because you can you can take that anywhere with you and you can like knock it out. You don't have a, a chain that you have to like a baggage on your back that you have to carry around everywhere. That's smart. Yeah. Um, and your vocals on Voices of Rage sound great. So could you tell us about the process on that? Yes, um, I had some words and uh, some uh, phrases, some songs to record. So I spent like um, almost four months, four months recording. Uh, so uh, I was recording almost every day, like uh, thirty minutes, thirty to forty minutes. Because when you st- when you spend a lot of time, so you start to get some fatigue, so so it will not sound good. It would not sound consistent. So uh, I was doing that regularly every day, uh, almost every day, and uh, I sent uh, the recording uh, to to the sound uh, sounder in uh, CIO. And uh, yes, um, I used the uh, two microphones. I used the um, the SM7B and the um, the blue. It was uh, the condenser, uh, like uh, this one. Like uh, yes, it's uh, it's a condenser microphone. It's uh, has a great great sound. So uh, they wanted me to have 
one uh, dynamic microphone and one condenser microphone and to to make it uh, to match it to to have a, a full sound so uh, i made some tests before to to get the the right sound and also to avoid some uh, phase uh, cancellation between the two microphones adjusting the distance between both microphones and after that i start to record every day uh yes to 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 sound uh word by word sound by sound and all this kind of stuff i and then when i finish it uh, apart i send it uh, via email via ftp and mm -hmm. uh yes so they uh, download it and uh, send it for the programmation and all the kind of stuff nice when you were when you were doing it since you did a few different uh, vocal styles did you do one all in a month and then all right now i'm going to do the screams now i'm going to do the guttural like did you do it in chunks like that just to kind of keep that consistency yeah yeah i was doing by by genre so mm -hmm. i started with black metal vocals which is my uh let's say my uh the genre that i'm comfortable with and after that the, the death metal vocals the brutal death to to get this um regularity so uh, this was the most uh, difficult part of doing that so because it's not like for example for a recording guitar so when you play guitar for example you can play like uh, for four to five to six hours so uh, but when you record vocals it's uh, extreme metal vocals yes you can record for four to five hours but uh, at, at the end it will not sound good uh, because it's uh, it's more physical than, mm -hmm. uh, than playing guitar so so the challenge was to be uh regular every day and uh i i was for example when i finished uh, the first day the second day i always listened to, to what i have recorded uh, before so to 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 stay on the same um on the same uh, aggressivity to have the same power so it's it's important to keep this uh this consistency when recording something in a long uh, mm -hmm. duration. Yeah, especially maintaining that tone too, because like maybe the next day you might go in, all right, I'm doing this, but maybe, you know, going back to like, you know, let's talk about earlier, like just like how you shape your mouth, like maybe like, you know, so using that as a reference is good just to kind of keep your mind on that, on that tone. Cause even, even like actual singers, like recording different vowel types and stuff, it's very easy to hear a difference. You know, yeah, like, yeah. like it sounds warmer, or a little bit brighter, or a little bit softer, or a little bit. Maybe that ah sounds a little bit more oh sound. You know, so it's like it, it can get tricky, especially with vocals, because it's not like a like I said, a guitar or even drums. You know, you could be a, a drummer in a studio and you start drumming, but then you got to change the heads. You know, but that's a a gear thing. You just all right, put some new heads on. You know, break them in, tune them. All right, cool, we're good. But with vocals, it's it's a very flexible instrument, which like, that's what makes it hard. I mean, just like any other instrument, you got to be able to like control your mechanics, but with, with the vocal, with the voice, it's kind of, if you're, if you're, if you're tired, you're tired. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just kind it's, of, yes. It was also the, the COVID uh, period. So yes, where I think that I, I, I was sick in, in between like, uh, 
I got the COVID in this uh, this period, so mm. I, I had time to to recover. Also, yes, you you need some uh, sometimes like uh, two to three days to to recover from uh, from the from the disease. And also, there are some techniques like, for example, like the brutal death metal vocals or the inhale vocals that require this precision. For example, uh, yes, because it's technique that when you 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 change you change a little bit the shape of your mouth the sound will completely change so you have to keep this every day so this is why before starting the session i was always listening to to the previous recording and to remember the the position of the mouth and the the, the way to do it in in the same way that i have done uh, the day before nice and you give private lessons, right? Yes, I give private lessons uh, mainly on Fiverr, uh, okay. also through my website. So people can uh, contact me. Uh, so I give uh, lessons about uh, any extreme voc- metal vocals technique that people want. So it's uh, basically 30 minutes, one hour uh, lesson. Oh, what's, the, what's the first lesson like? I'm just curious, like if, if someone new to a genre they they love a certain kind of music but they're like they don't know how to make the sounds right and they they're like well i'll just book this guy and we'll have a, a lesson well, what's your first lesson look like what do you start them off with is there any like exercises you teach or you t- trying to just like match tones what's the what's the first lesson like the first lesson is uh, the introduction lesson uh i i just want to to learn more about um about the person and to see uh, what is his potential. Sometimes uh, I, I get some uh, new people that w- start to, to sing. They have put, I see they have a potential in doing fry scream. Some other people have uh, potential in doing low growls. So I, I, I start to, to show them the different techniques and uh, see how, how they are doing them. And after that, uh, after the 30 minutes uh, of the lesson, I suggest them to make uh, a one-hour lesson about, for example, about the fry scream, or about the log roll, about the black metal vocals, about this kind of thing. Or sometimes I get uh, people that know what they want. For example, uh, they, they want like some old school death metal vocals. They send me like I want to sound like entombed or dismember of this kind of, of bands. So I, I prepare a, a course about that. So we work on the, um, they measure so- songs. They, so we work on some parts and I start to, to, to teach them how to, to sound like that, uh, how to shape the mouth, how to, to breath, how to, all, all this kind of stuff. So it depends on the, on the, the the client what he wants so i adapt myself to 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 them have you had anyone try uh ask you how to sing like the singer of arcspire uh not yet yeah not yeah. yet yeah because yes. arcspire that that guy oh man that i don't even know how it's like tech nine meets death metal it's like spawn of possession meets uh, tech nine rapping where it's just like like super synchronized because even like spawn of possession i mean that was that's pretty fast like yeah. like when i was first here and then i was just kind of like because all the 
the the vocal rhythms were going with like with the snare drum the snare's like this was just like super just punishing and i'd be like man if someone was asking me how to do that i'd be like uh you gotta you're gonna have to hit him up you're gonna have to hit up ollie because i don't know how to do that <laughs> yes it's very difficult yes some some things yes and, and sometimes i had i had some uh some clients that that don't know what they want so sometimes you know that uh like uh, amateurs so they they start to to ask for things that they don't know about so sometimes it's it's difficult to to when there is a bad communication but I I I learned uh, now it's my uh, I don't know maybe I have uh, teached uh, like more than 100 peoples uh, during the last uh, three four years mm-hmm. so I try to adapt myself to, to 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 them so this is very important to to give them what they want so for example uh, last time I I, I got um, a clients. Who was doing uh, rock vocals, and he has um, just a scream in his song. He's a really amazing rock singer with really amazing music, but just he, he wanted to learn how to sing. So he took a lot of lesson, and I just t- told him to liberate yourself. So don't, you don't need any technique to scream. You just you just have to scream. So don't fear. Of uh, of scream people uh, when do extreme vocals they 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 have the, this fear of scream to damage the vocals you know so you just have to to liberate your your mind from that so when you scream scream that's it yeah it's like I, yeah. I found uh, especially giving lessons I don't give lessons much these days but like over the years like you you have to kind of analyze sort of what they're asking because i've had people who would hit me up because they liked what i did in deeds of flesh or you know just like or you know whatever projects i was in and they'd be like so what's like the theory behind that riff like i really like this riff like what's the theory and it's like i don't use theory when i write death metal you know i don't think that way i don't think like oh well, you know like i'll use some maybe harmony theory for getting certain you know if i'm using certain chords and i want to have it harmonized a certain way or or layering or things like that but it, it it's kind of tough when you have someone ask you that because then it's almost like you feel bad because now you like the answer that you gave them like you're it's some mystical and you know that kind of thing where it's like you know i just you know go off inspiration but that's really like when it comes to death metal or, or more unique niche styles like like death metal or things like that it is very like kind of no rules that's why like it's funny you see people compare like death metal to jazz even though like jazz i would think is i wouldn't really say i mean in in the sense that maybe because it sounds a little bit more different than pop music or you know like you hear that that meme like just play the right notes you know when you hear death metal it's a lot of just like atonal dark dissonant stuff and very just heavy and abrasive but yeah sometimes it's it, i could see it being tricky with lessons when you know you have someone like that like like do you usually try to get them to sort of just like go from where they are because it's like i feel like like that type of vocal style like at least you're doing vocals and you have like you know if it's like a rock sound it's at least closer than like an operatic person like i want to sound like you know george fisher from cannibal corpse and it's like all right well we're gonna it's gonna take some work because yeah, <laughs> it's a that's a opposite side of the spectrum when it comes to vocal styles you know like do you just do you try to just kind of like base off like from where they are and, and try to like just guide them along or how do you usually go yeah. about that 
Yes, I, I had also some clients like that in, in vocals, like uh, they was talking to me about this technique, about the the falsetto, about the belting, some some theory, some big things. But what I do is when they're talking about this technique, so I, I'm Googling it uh, simultaneously and I'm trying to learn uh, what what is belting, you know, belting is a technique that, that, that I use it and I say, yeah, it's belting. Yes, you can use that. that, 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 that. So I try to adapt myself to this uh, to this kind of, uh, of clients. Yes, I know it's sometimes difficult. But uh, I use it for my own, uh, so I, I learned uh, from them. You know, I learned uh, the falsetto, the the how how to to breath. Uh, so there are some techniques, some good techniques, some breathing techniques that are uh, used in other other things. Uh, I am also doing uh, voiceover. I am uh, doing French voiceover and uh, also Algerian Arabic voiceover. So there are some breathing techniques in voiceover that I have that I am using also in uh, in uh, death metal vocals or extreme metal vocals. So it, it I I try to to use theory with uh, with I I don't learn theory. I don't don't have any theory theoric or or this. Uh, kind of uh, diploma or this kind of stuff but mm -hmm. i try to to take sometimes from from theory but it, it can help sometimes yes yeah yeah i think it's good to to have some kind of knowledge of that especially if if there's something that you come up come upon and you're you're not quite sure what that means you know that's 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 where i think like learning music theory we've talked about this a lot on the podcast like knowing you know just being able to have an understanding if you have a question like i want to understand like how like why does you know when i take a like a one three five chord and i take the third and then i drop down half step it sounds like this you know like why you know or understanding like how to get that sound if you're working on a piece of music you know because there's some people i've seen talk to plenty of people that are like great songwriters and they have no idea what they're doing it's like it's like someone who's like they've never seen a map before, but they can tell you where everything is in town just because they drive around a lot. It's like that kind of thing. So it's yeah. like it doesn't matter how you get from point A to point B. It's just doing the thing and then finding what you like. Like basically at the end of the day, that's pretty much what we're all doing. It's just some people maybe, you know, use a band as a reference to to get to the idea and then go from there. You know, so it's like the journey can be reached in in any way. And there's no no real wrong way it's just really about you know how you want to do it so so what's a what's a typical day look like for you how do you spend a week like uh you wear the, some different hats right like you're sometimes you're touring sometimes you're teaching sometimes you're recording session vocals like how do you how do you split your time up yes um session vocals metal session vocals it's a part of my uh, monthly income uh also teaching uh, let's say both is like uh, 30, 30%. It depends, 30% of my income. I also doing French uh, and uh, and voiceover. And uh, also I run a company. Uh, we rent uh, backline and uh, sound systems. So, That's cool. Uh, yes. So I... I make I have all this all that and it's part of uh, my income so this is my week what what type of voiceover work do you do uh I do all, all kind of uh, like I do commercials uh, or anything like that or 
Yes, dubbing. Uh, also, I am working with a, a channel. Uh, it's about uh, football. Uh, it's called Un autre, Un autre Football. It's talking about um, the the other side of, of football, you know, like uh, Messi on, on the, the United States, how uh, how he's living and all these kinds of things uh, around the, the football. Uh, I also work with uh, medical stuff, uh, with the translation from English to French, and also make the dubbing and all of this kind of stuff. And also, on, uh, I have also another channel uh, about uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, this guy is uh, running a channel, Rob Kyoto. He's making advice and all this kind of stuff about crypto. And uh, yes, uh, it's really, really uh, wide. Uh, I do all sorts of uh, kind of uh, voiceover. Yeah. How'd you learn French? Uh, yes, we learn it at school. So we okay. uh, yes, it's uh, we will learn it when we are very young. So, uh, yes, because uh, Algerian was a French colony, so people uh, uh, also, m most people from my old uh, generation have uh, le learned uh, this, uh, this French, have uh, a cool, uh, let's say, a level, a good level in French. Uh, so this is something that I use it. Uh, I have a, a slight accent. But it's uh, something that uh, people like, you know. For example, for the, for the football channel, uh, when we started, we started that. Now uh, most of uh, people are from Africa, you know. So I have a, a slight African accent, right. and uh, they, they start to have a lot of followers now. It's almost one fifty k on on the on the channel, and all of them are from Africa because of uh, of my accent. So people. Nice. Uh, I start to subscribe to this channel. Have you That's ever thought of doing any uh, any voiceover work for video games or anything like that, like monster voices? Like I know uh, I've seen some some guys in metal bands that would transition over to uh, I think um, the singer from Beyond Creation. He and some other people who I'm I'm friends with on Facebook. Like I'll see them uh, doing like monster voiceover work for video games. Have you ever thought about doing anything like that? Or yes, I have uh, made uh, for. Um... Uh, a game from uh, a company called Egosoft. It's oh. called the X4 uh, Foundation. I have made uh, uh, two two software, two version. Um, it was uh, about uh, doing some uh, like a, uh, like that with uh, with effects. And mm -hmm. also, uh, I recorded with them uh, the last version. Uh, they they will use uh, the the IA. So to 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 learn from from uh, my vocals and to to use them for their future uh, version. So yes, I I, I also um, worked with uh, some sometimes some cartoons dubbing. Uh, yes, sometimes and uh, I I have worked on a lot of uh, yes uh, my 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 let's say my weakness is the uh, commercial like uh, doing commercial. I'm not very very uh, specialized in that but mm -hmm. I, I work on, on, on a lot of uh, things of uh, doing voiceover yes yeah commercials are, are uh, an interesting one it's, it's funny actually I was going through my my Google Drive and just getting getting rid of a bunch of stuff and I found this mp3 that my friend sent me because uh, uh, he's a sing singer in a band he has a studio out, out here in LA and 
because I used to always like doing imitations and stuff. So he knew I was like doing voice things. And he's like, hey, uh, I got this guy. He's he needs a voiceover for it was like a insurance commercial, you know, and and like my first thought, you know, you hear like insurance, commercial, you know, like the Hey, so blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. Like it, it's it's easy to go to talk show guy, you know, and it's not as easy as, as, as someone might think, you know, because, you know, it's like sounding natural, but also having like a, a certain tone and not going to, you know, hey, this is radio talk show guy, you know, like or just sounding a little too cheesy so it's it's definitely that that's a very particular thing you know unless you're unless you're that um what's his name don de la fontaine or or uh the inner world you know that guy like we're just like boom that's his thing and he did that for you know years but yeah it's uh it's, it's tricky commercial commercial work is tricky yeah it's difficult the, the, the difficulty is to is the emotion you know to 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 capture the emotion this is the difficulty so uh sometimes you have to you have a text a script and you have to read in certain way and uh, sometimes the client have something in their mind and it, it doesn't really match to the ideas it's this is why I, I don't like so much to work on commercial. But uh, in all the things, for example, like football, I like football. You know, I like soccer. Mm -hmm. I, I am a, a fan of of soccer. So I, I when I talk about some things, I so I know what I'm talking about. You know, yeah. So, and you have a passion for it too. So you, you know, you could you could people can probably you know at that uh, excitement or you know passion for it probably comes through a lot more because you actually are into it versus like doing yeah. some kind of you know dental commercial like i don't care about dentistry I like football so of course you're going to be like yeah. a little bit more excited about it of course yeah well so for example you have a script about uh, a shampoo or, or i don't yeah. know something that you don't care about so you have to 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 transmit this emotion and you you don't care about that so it's it's difficult so to 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 transmit this uh, this emotion but uh yes sometimes some people have these abilities some some people uh, is more difficult for them but um the voiceover um job is something very large you know uh, people only think about commercial but there is a lot a lot of, of things uh, it's like uh, uh 15 different jobs you know like mm -hmm. uh, dubbing um uh youtube videos uh um, um many 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 things like uh, documentaries mm. uh films and all all these kind of things games applications and uh it's really really uh wide 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 yeah yeah well that's cool that that's awesome that you've been able to use your voice in so many different ways because a lot of times, you know, especially when you have people who are doing the band thing, maybe they're just you know so focused on wanting to make that their career, which is extremely hard. Yeah, know, yeah like being in a metal band and and making a living solely off of that. So that's that's cool to see that you've diversified your your voice in so many different ways to be able to you know support yourself doing that, which is which is really cool. So if anyone's out there is listening and you're you're doing any kind of voice stuff expand your horizons don't just uh you know be stuck in one thing because yeah it, it, there's so many things you can do which is that's really cool 
Nice, man. Well, I've just got three more questions for you, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Um, my first question is a best recent purchase under $100. So something cheap that you've purchased recently that you really like. Uh, I have purchased something, but it, it hasn't arrived yet. Okay. It's uh, UAD Vault 1. It's a very... Oh, the little interface. Yeah, it's a little interface. So I would love to to try it on my uh, on my phone. So the, w- why I purchased it? Because uh, sometimes when I am out of uh, of, of country or in, in not on my studio, so I have some um, some voiceover jobs. So I, I purchased this small interface and I will connect it to my phone and we record the. the um, the stuff that I have to record, so I'm not obliged to to stop the the work with clients. So this is why I, I purchased this uh, this stuff. Uh, and yes, this uh, for all that. Yeah, perfect. I've heard I've heard good reviews about that. All right, my next question for you is a recent podcast or TV show or movie that you have enjoyed. TV show movies. I don't watch I don't watch movies so okay. yes I don't watch TV I don't watch uh, yes uh, you watch football so though right who's your favorite team yes uh, I I like a lot of teams I like okay. like uh, uh, Chelsea Manchester United uh, uh, like uh, Real Madrid so. Uh, I have uh, some some uh, teams that I like. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. My last question for you is uh, some goals. Do you have any goals for this year, or what's next for you? What's coming? What's coming down the pipeline for you? Yes, I have some some goals. Maybe something. Try to to create something with the IA. So this is the, the new revolution. Uh, I can't tell you so, uh, more now. Because uh, the project is on uh, NDA. Yes, yes, it's, it's top secret. It's in the beginning, yeah, top secret is <laughs> in the beginning. So I, I'm start to to work in on it. It has something to do with vocals and the IE. So this is what I can tell you. So yeah, so this will be. I hope that I I can uh, do do that. Yeah. Cool. You'll have to uh, follow up with us and let us know what's going on with that when uh, when you can actually talk about it. Yeah, when it releases. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, thanks so much for coming on the Sound Iron Podcast. We will point people to your website and YouTube channel so they can check out what you're doing and, and book a session with you or a, a vocal lesson. And uh, until next time, we'll catch you soon. Thank you. Thank you so much.